Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Johnny playing the character Byron Michael. This is Jeff and I'm playing Demetrius Norden. And this is Mike and I'm playing Valentine Montecute. And I'm Jeremy and I'm playing Grayson Digby. And I'm Jordan, and I'm playing everybody else. So thanks very much for listening to Bone Thrower Theater. Previously, uh, the last episode, we actually had our first meeting with Lord Dudley Walsham, who uh, told them that they needed to go find out about a robbery that happened where gears vital to a, a royal project were stolen from the Horologists' Guild. And so they went and they met with Ambrose Claimant, who was one of the masters who was working at the guild at that time. He told them a little bit more about the robbery and that the gears that were taken were actually commissioned for the crown so that they could use it to build a mechanical fighting force. And then they got to meet Will Cooper, who had escaped from the highwayman's attack and is not recuperating well at all. So now, Valentine has just come out of the room. What are you going to do next, sir? All right. Well, since I left there, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to explore a little bit, see what, uh, okay. see if there's any unique items around. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a roll for that. All right. Like a search check or an All investigation. Right. So it's TD plus one. Okay. Okay, when you roll your dice, go ahead and roll two of the black ones and then your red one as well. Okay. Just roll like one of each. Yeah. I'm sorry. So how how many dice is in your one? Two D plus one, yeah. Two D. So you take one red and one black. Gotcha. Okay. I'll do a re-roll here. On every roll you want to roll your wild with it. Yeah. Okay. So you got a seven. Mm-hmm. So you're not really two D plus one. One two D plus one. My apologies. You didn't find anything that was loose that looked of interest. I mean, there's a lot of clocks. You're in the residential section. Everybody has things in their own rooms, but the doors are closed. Um, you check a couple handles. It seems like they're locked and everything like that. So nothing really that you could take at this point. Well, in that case, I'm going to try to reconvene with the others. Okay. And they're pretty easy to find. They, they've just been looking at the different walls. Demetrius, are you showing people like the different clocks and telling them who did them or... I would probably go over to where my station used to be mm-hmm. and start fiddling. Well, not necessarily fiddle, but look around through any tools that I might need for my masterwork and uh, any tools I might need for anything else. Go ahead and make a roll. Searching? Yep, exactly. I was discussing with Master Abers the making, finalizing the plans for the next sweeping. Okay. 15, 18. Okay, so you find a um, 
like a nice vial of high quality etching acid mm-hmm. in a small leather set of picks where you would like pick out what you want the design to be and then you would put it in the acid to eat it out and then mm-hmm. you'd like clean out the 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 rest of the detrius and everything with the picks as well yeah so you found a pretty nice set that you that you just want to slip into your pockets and yeah call your own I also wanted to uh, to go over to the Smith area in the back of the building, uh, you know, where they, they forge springs and, okay. and extra little pieces and rods and things like that. Now, do you is there, like, one blacksmith who works in the shop, or is it something that the individual journeymen and masters do on their own? Uh, the individual journeymen and masters do some of it, but there are... Uh, there's two, a master there's, there. There are at least two master smiths working there, three apprentices, but okay. they're probably not all there right then. Uh, I mean, there's nothing really that's going on. It looks like it's a pretty slow day for them. It looks like the fire is actually banked for the day. There's not much going on. You were working with Master Ambrose to schedule the next appointment for the cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did mention that the smiths... Um, chimney in particular has been incredibly yes. awful but they need to find a time that works for the smiths because you know they have to go yes. and keep the fire lit pretty much all the time oh, yes well we work around the clock you know that's very true but probably the next time that you could do the smiths one is over the next major feast day because okay. then nobody is working <laughs> we can it do cuts that. into your schedule but hey yeah. <laughs> It's like retail. You work when other people are not working. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. And Grayson, do you have any ideas of what you're doing at this point? I'm just kind of wandering around looking. Is there anything out of place or everything looks like it should be there? Go ahead and make an investigation roll <clears throat> for me. Search. For Search you. roll. Well, there's a giant brown spot on the wall. Uh, That's oddly clock sheet. <laughs> You notice something small is out of place. What do you find? In the box of, looks like just um, what I would assume would just be their repair tools. Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, about half the size of one of these character point things. Like a small little oddly colored, sort of like a opal gem mm-hmm. kind of multicolored just stone sitting in there but it's not a it's not something that looks like it should be in place like something that they would use in the actual decorations doesn't look like anything else in there okay that i've seen in the shop all right so what do you want to do with that do you want to leave it as is or i'm gonna call uh, sir ambrose sir yes Um, i believe maybe one of your apprentices has misplaced this item does not look like it goes there that is uh, Benedict's box, and it's actually a trinket that he always keeps in his workspace. It apparently was a gift from a young lady that he loved right before she passed away in a fire. So he keeps it there as a reminder of her and also a thought to push himself forward to be worthy of her love. Was this a recent loss? About a month ago. Oh, it's terrible news. It is. He he's away at the moment. He's still grieving, um, and we do give him a little extra slack. But he should be back and working in the very near future. 
Is there anything else I can help you with? No, that's all. Okay. I hope you have a great day, sir. Oh, one other thing. You know it is winter. It is. So these items are a bit out of season, but you mentioned before arguments with your wife. He kind of reaches into his coat, flips out the rose, and says, A gift. Give that to your wife. Thank you, sir. Most thoughtful. It will go a long way, I am sure. Thank you. Da da da. And we have a romantic hero for the game. So, as um, we've covered in the last game, Will Cooper told you all to go north to see the remains of what happened at the at the robbery. So, is that an area that you would like to pursue, or what would you like to do to do at this uh, point? First, I want to talk to Toad. Talk to Toad. Talk to Toad. Okay. So basically, I just want to give Toad instruction on what I would like him to do, and. What I want to do is, on his daily rounds, just keep his ears open for anything involving gears or chests or robberies. Okay. General information around those subjects. Okay. Sounds good. On his daily rounds. All right. And keep track of where he hears them. Yes, sir. Toad. uh, (laughs) So how did he come up with the name Toad? Is he not a very pretty looking little boy? No, he is not. (laughs) Well, he's a street urchin. I guess the other kids on the street called him Toad because he does have warts on his face. Rather mm-hmm. unattractive ones. Only a face that a mother could love. Yes. And only if she has her eyes closed. <laughs> Doesn't have to kiss it. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, you know, I feel sorry for the lad. He is only 10 years old, so. It's a pretty, pretty hard lot to, to go through. A 10-year-old with bad, bad facial warts. Yeah. So... Toad is rather happy with his lot in life now because, yeah. you know... And he does a decent the, job. This is the first time he has a place to sleep indoors uh, since he's been very little. Yes. So he's just, he, he's very, very willing to pretty much do whatever you want. So off he runs. He, he knows he has to make it uh, to the next job before dusk or because yes. timing is everything. Manor House of the Block. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're hosting a party tonight, so... Oh, really? They want to have the mantle cleaned before they have the party. Before they go on. So how are you going to get up north? Well, where are we in location of the city? Like, center of the city? Yeah, so the Horologist Guild is in the nicer part of town, mm-hmm. um, which is closer to the river. The river kind of runs north to south through the city, but on a west to east trajectory. So it cuts through like the lower portion of the town. The town has become more built up on the northern bank, the northeast side of the of the river. The southwest side is a little bit less well developed and that's the area that has a lot of uh, the ports and everything are on that side and more of the residences, trades and everything like that are on the northwest side. But because of its affluence and everything like that, there are a lot of manors and estates that are on the bank of the river. So they're on the resident side of it, but they're pretty much right on top of the river. Yeah. And because of their their stature and their um, place in society as a high technology status organization, the Horologist Guild is not too terribly far away from this nicer area of the residences so it's a good part of town but you still would have to travel a while to get through the town 
And of course, lots of crowding in the streets yeah. because people are bustling and they don't have roundabouts or stoplights or anything like that. Pretty much anybody drives however they want in their and their buggies and carts and everything like that. And you know, if you're walking on foot, well, then you just have to get out of the way. Well, Jen, show up for some rooftop adventures. What? I am not scudding across rooftops. That's the way across the city. Even still, probably as a reputable businessman, you wouldn't just be running across people's yeah. rooftops. <laughs> He's not in mid-afternoon. No. I want to create a scene. I like Depends on where I have to be. Whatever you want to do on your own time in the evenings is your own business, but... So if I have a job over here and then my next job's over there. Shortest distance is a straight line. Timing is everything. <laughs> I will just say right here and now, I'm not giving out points to anybody who uses Jeff's. <laughs> <laughs> That's my quote, not you guys's. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you were going to go by foot, it's the middle of the afternoon at yeah. this point because you hadn't met with uh, Lord Walsham right before, like right after lunchtime. So by this point, it would probably be about around. Three or four in the afternoon. Uh, probably we'll say around three thirty, just to split the difference. Uh, but if you were going to go north on foot, it would take you um, at least an hour or two to get just to get to the edge of the city. To ju- yeah, to just get to where you you would need to go before. So we can put you at the scene of the crime, quite literally, right around dusk. I don't know about you, fellas, but I do not have coinage to uh, rent the taxi. So. Hi ho, hi ho. Hi ho, hi ho. It's so off on foot we go. Oh, yep. Told you they're dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Not of the Disney type. <laughs> how much would a cab cost? Also, how much do we have? Well, <clears throat> Valentine has a bag full of fake coins. <laughs> and Grayson has a pocket full of fake coins t- as well. <laughs> so anywhere you're so going, we're you're not a fake here. <laughs> it would probably for a cab, as a master craft or as a journeyman craftsman, it would be just above a comfortable payment for you. Master craftsman, no problem. Like he wouldn't be able to afford it. Just because my debt. That, yeah, because of his debt and also because of the nature of his work. Yeah. He probably would not be allowed into one. Kim, depending on the cabbie and how smooth of a talker he is that day, Grayson probably could get into one. Valentine could probably bluff his way into pretty much yes. any any cab that he wanted to. I could afford it, but it would be uncomfortable. It would um, be, it would make it tight trying to buy for dinner. I'll attempt to sway a cabbie, maybe in cutting us a nice deal that you know. Well, Governor, if you want to pay for them all, that's no problem by me, but... No, I don't want to pay for them all, but I'm going to see if I can cut us a good deal here, you know, because we're we're all uh, struggling uh, craftsmen and worksmen here, so, you know, and times are a little tough, so, you know, if we we can get a little break in life, you know, that'd be uh, helpful for all of us, Do you have persuasion? I do. Go ahead and roll me persuasion. Oh, yeah, I actually have 5D plus 2 in persuasion. Okay. okay. I'm going to, uh, while he's talking to the caveat, I'm just going to be talking to the horse. <laughs> to the horse. To the horse, and then, you know, so the caveat can see me. I'm not being subtle about it or anything. I'm just openly just being friendly to the horse. And... 
Okay. Now with uh, the persuasion, it's... it's There's a good fellow, a handsome fellow. Four black, Four black and one red. Okay. So, 21 altogether. He looks at you and he kind of squints and he says, Sir, I wouldn't mind taking you and maybe the gentleman over there. But the other two, you know. Hmm. Especially not the one who's talking to the horse like he's wants to buy our dinner. Well... If perhaps if our friend over there who's talking to the horse turns it down a little, would you consider it? would still it? get some all into my cap, and I can't afford that. Grayson kind of looks at you and says, Allow me, sir. By all means. And before he turns to face him, you see he's just going to kind of look down, shake his head, he's casting charm on him. Okay. Target number 15. Yeah, that's a lot easier score for yes. than invisibility. Oh, no. Because of the one. Oh, it's a botch. Hate it when a wild does that. He he is not drowned. <laughs> I'm still going to try to persuade him. Okay. And he's saying, Sir, me and my friends here, they're just accompanying me on my way. I'm a courier for the queen. I need to get a message to the north side of town. Would you like to do our kingdom a service? For queen and country. Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make the roll. Gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a terrible okay. roll. Can I attempt another try? Or no. I'm done. No. Right. Oh my god. I think he just wants all of us to ride. Wow. That was bad. That was a cabbie, roll. The cabbie just, he squints really hard at you. He makes an obscene gesture and he just slaps the reins and goes off. Demetrius has already started walking down the street northwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was already starting walking when they hailed the cab, so... Okay. That's why I was in front of the cab with the horse. <laughs> the dice give and the dice take away. So you guys, and you have to foot it through town. And you have to foot your way up the north road. So you all get your cardio in for the day. You are arriving there just as it gets dark. And so you, you can tell pretty easily because the cart that was, had been pulling the gears has actually been pulled to the side of the road. The bodies have been cleared away. You know that much. But you can still see where the mud was churned up by people's feet, like, hitting the ground and and everything like that. You also can tell that um, the cart has been severely damaged. So if you want to go ahead and look around and see if you can find anything. Yeah, I'm going to do a general search of the area. Okay. 16. <laughs> 12. I had a 1. So do you want to go ahead and roll With two dice roll research? One. Yeah, I'm not even sure. If... So um, if you don't have... Yeah, I like, don't. It's just wit. Yeah, it would be just a straight wit. up wit roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. 4. So you roll a 5. Uh, yep. You, sir. <laughs> As you are looking around, you find a prayer book. Like a, a small book that's about... Yay big. About this, a little bit larger than a, a mass market paperback today. Um, it's got a hard cover. Um, it looks very ornate. It, it, do, it seems a little out of place for for this area. Okay. Just lying in the mud? Yeah, it's just like lying under a, a bush like it, it had fallen in the shrubbery as someone was running away. or. Uh, so 
pick it off and I shake it off, get all the okay. drippings off of it. And, uh, is it just unlocked book? Just yeah, there's no lock or anything on it. Okay. It looks like it's it's just a, a regular journal. There's yeah, it's about the size of like a moleskin journal. Okay. We'll say. Um, open it up. Okay. And start to leaf through. Okay. Um, it's in a language that you don't recognize. You have like what history? I have history. I do not have history. Okay. He has history. I have history. Okay. I found something interesting. Oh yeah. I don't know what it is. Let me have a look at that. Okay. All right. That's eight. Okay, so you can pretty easily tw- tell that the language is the the high tongue of the Riemann church. Wow. The Riemanns, eh? Now, um, the Riemanns are... I know you said it was the two different factions of the church. Right. It's the Riemanns and the, the angels. The Ang- Ang- Angelan church, yes. Yeah. Um, which one is the queens? The Angelan church. Because okay. you're in the realm of angels, so... The Riemann Church is is a holdover from the Great Riemann Empire, okay. uh, which had been based out of the major city of Remus, and had spread throughout most of the world, known world centuries ago, and has fallen into disrepair. But the, the only thing that has lived on past that is the faith, which venerates uh, the man God Yesu. So... It's obviously enemies of the queen who stole this, but we knew that already. The question is, how did they know what was in here? I guess we need to uh, find local sect of Remus. Are there any tracks going off direction other than back towards the city? You can see some ground that has been really turned up and everything like that. But as you're looking around, all of a sudden, like... There's a hissing noise right past you. Like, it goes, like, right between the two of you as you're looking at the book. Like, right between your heads. And you look back, and you see uh, an arrow has been shot at you. Um, from, we can't tell from where? You, you can tell, like... The, the direction? The direction looks like it would have been... Like like Sorry. I said, the road was a little bit of a, a like, a valley indentation. There's forest on both sides. So it's coming from the forest from one of the sides. Okay. As the one hits the ground, you you start hearing like of arrows hitting the ground. Uh, take cover. Yeah, I, I dive underneath of the carriage. Okay, what do you do, Jeff? Find cover okay. around the carriage. And Valentine. I'm gonna take cover around behind the carriage as well, okay. away from the shots. And you start hearing people yelling, and as you're like looking out from underneath it, you see hoots like coming down and you hear like people start yelling at you and um, all of a sudden you like swords are being thrust underneath there. It wasn't underneath of it. Oh, you I was, I was just, underneath of it. I was yeah, just around the other side. Okay. As you're up, like you can see these people, they're wearing masks and everything mm-hmm. and uh, they're definitely, they're charging at you guys. I'm going to whip out my sword. Underneath my leather cloak. Okay. Raise my crossbow. Okay. And I guess it sounds like we're rolling for initiative. Alright. So how do we do that again? Go ahead and roll your agility. Yeah. And highest goes first. Oh, nice. Oh, no. What'd you get? 14. 14? I got 14. Archer's got 10. I got 20. 
got a six on the wild die. <laughs> Swordsman got 14. All right, so maybe uh, Mike, Swords, Jeff, Jeremy, myself, and then Archers. So you can see two Swordsmen. There's a lot of arrows coming, so you're not exactly sure how many arrows are coming. But you can definitely see two Swordsmen at this point. Let's see what weapons I have here. You have a pistol, if I remember That's right, correctly. yes, the pencil. Ah, the pistol. The pencil. <laughs> the pencil. The yeah, pen is mightier than the sword. The sword, yes, indeed. But the pencil is weaker, unfortunately. Alright. So the pistol that you have is, is a light pistol. If you don't have that written down, the damage it would do would be 3d plus 2. So, and then I can see the... Uh, you can see the two swordsmen. They're like, they're wearing like hood, like slouchy hats pulled over their face, and they've got, also got like scarves wrapped around the lower part of their face. Okay. So it's very hard to identify who they um, are. Um. Okay. Can I see like if they're wearing any particular armor? Um. You can't really see a lot of armor that they're wearing. It looks like anything that they're wearing would be like um, your your standard leather armor. <clears throat> Okay. So, nothing very big or anything, but like some vests and stuff like that. So. Okay. All right. So, yes, yeah, something that uh, can pierce through the armor. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So you have swordsman one. You have swordsman two, and then you also have an indeterminate amount of archers. I'm going to take more cover. You're going to take more cover, so you're going to run. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an agility cause... check. Only because there's only so many here, and I don't know who we have all together. All right, agility. All right, so that's 40. Sixteen. Okay. Um, so you're able to get away from the group a little bit, but they still notice you, and it seems like one of them is, is trying to get to you because you're the first one to have broken cover and, and is on the move. Okay, um... I'm gonna attempt to lead that one away from the group. Okay, uh, which one do you want to have? The one that noticed me and okay. looks like he's so, swordsman one. Swordsman one or swordsman two? Uh, swordsman one. And uh, we'll go ahead and call that your turn for right now. Okay. Yep. So that's the swordsman's turns. Okay. So Jeff, where are you in relation to the cart? You're you're like kind of cowering behind it from where you thought the arrows were coming. Not cowering per se, but. Yes, I'm behind it from the side that the arrows were coming. Okay. I was keeping an eye out for the the ridge up on the other side. Okay. Yeah, because arrows seem to be... The, like, the first set yeah. of arrows was coming from, like, the left. Mm-hmm. But the, there seemed to be arrows coming from both sides at this point. Okay. Let's see. Um, can I tell where any of the archers are? Go ahead and make a perception check. So, a wit check? Yeah, yes. like a wit check. I'm sorry, I've been, playing a lot of, I've been playing a lot of D&D recently, so... Yeah. Search. If search. you have search, always okay. search for that kind of check. 8, 16, 17. Okay, yeah, you can see... You can see all four of them pretty easily. Um, there's, like, one that's, like, a little bit... Ahead, two are, like, a little bit ahead of the cart, two are a little bit behind, and they're... They're shooting in at angles, like kind of mm. an X formation type of deal. Okay. Uh, and uh, one of them seems to only be like about 20 yards away from you. Okay. So not, not very far at all. But also you see that uh, another swordsman notices you 
and he's actually going to charge towards you. Yeah, it's, it is a swordsman's oh, so charge. I, yeah. So I, I see them. Okay. Swordsman is charging you. Well, then I will attempt to fend him off. Okay. So swordsman number one is going after you, Mike. All right. Um, and just to do a quick explanation of the way that the system works is that you, I'm going to go ahead and like roll to attack. And if you want to like dodge, you can definitely do that. Uh, but it, you would take away from whatever whatever attacks that you want to do by one die for your next turn. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and roll the die. And you can you can try and block or parry or anything like that. You don't have a hand weapon like a right. knife or sword, so that might be a little difficult. So I roll the die, um, and the standard target number for me to hit you is ten. Uh, and then we modify that. It's a little darker, so I'm going to make it 15 for right now because you do have darkness giving you a little bit of protection. So let's go ahead and see what happens. So I rolled 8, 12, 14 hits. So I just... He goes to lunge for you um, with his sword outdrawn, but he, he you're able to just step out of the way really quickly. All right. Number two, just going for Demetrius, 12. Uh, describe how he does not hit you. I parry his blow. Okay, so you just knock yeah, it away. Just... All right, fantastic. Quack it away. What, what kind of swords do they have? They have, like, it, it looks like standard guards kind of sword. Like something that is really so a standard long sword. Yeah, standard. Well, not necessarily a long sword. Well, a long sword is a three foot blade. Yeah, not a rapier, not a, okay. like a claymore or a two handed sword. Yeah. Just you know, a standard, so standard one handed sword, long sword to attack with. Um, and now that their turn is done, I think we are going to take a short break, and then we will be right back in just a moment. Hey there, my name's Anthony, and I run an actual play podcast called Deep Fried Dice, where we play role-playing games. On Deep Fried Dice, we like to explore our imaginations and tell strange stories in alternate worlds, funny fantasies, and sort of epic fiction. Twice a week, we play games using genres and systems on the less-traveled side of role-playing in the hopes of showing off the flexibility this hobby can provide. If you like tabletop games, bad jokes, and hearing stories, then come listen to us at www.deepfrieddice.com. Jeff, you just parried an attack from a swordsman. What are you going to do next? I'm going to try and stab him. Parry and thrust. Parry and thrust. Okay. Parry and thrust. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Five. No. You can throw a hero point my way if you want. Uh, but a five wouldn't be sufficient because we're at a ten. My my might is at two. Yeah. And I don't have any bonuses on the things under my might. Okay. I'm not meant for fighting. I'm meant for cutting purses and fleeing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in a situation. The sword is in case I really need to protect myself. Okay. And you have found yourself um, in that situation. I can. So here's the deal: is that the target number because of the dusk would be fifteen. But because he's right in front on top of you, close quarters combat, that brings it down to 10. Yeah. So you're at 5? Yeah. yeah. So if you threw me a hero point, a hero point yeah. that would bring you to 6 it. and you would have hit him. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm going to stab him. You stabbed him. I'm going to stab him. Okay. So he gets to roll his might to see how well he resists your damage. 
Seven damage. So he rolled a 16. Oh my. So Like I said. So he's stunned, so that means just down one for one round, and that's number two. I believe you get a move as well for your turn. Well, then I'm going to use my athletics to get out of the way. Okay. Um, you're engaged in combat, so that would be like a 20 for the target number, but if you want to go ahead and make that roll. What do you mean to, by get out of the way? To, like, take a, a good step back. Five-foot step? Five-foot step you can do without, without without a roll. But if you want to run away, then you would need a roll, and it would be like a target number of 20. It would be, like, one or two steps back. Okay, then you're fine. You can step away, but... Uh, out of immediate striking distance. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and up next, Jeremy. Jeremy. All right. Um, so we got sword one chasing him. Yes. Has has come around the the carriage. Yes, and it started okay. to chase him. All right. Um, sword two so is fighting him, and arrows with it. So both of them are around the carriage now, and their arrows coming from back here. Right. Okay. All right. So if I attempt to cast something and fail, that would be my turn. If you want to do two things in, on your turn, you can sub- subtract one die from each thing. Okay. I need all my dice to try and do this, so I'm not going to try and do it, because if I fail, then I wasted my turn. So, since the Swordsman 1 mm-hmm. came around first, I'm assuming I have sort of a back-angled shot. I'm just, sure. kind of, I'm just sitting there on the, on the ground, take, and the characters are like, ah. Crouching next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Okay. Because of darkness, um, we'll say it's at 10. 10. Or, no, 15. I'm sorry. How steep of walls are there on the, on the valley? It's kind of it's kind of very shaped, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so sixteen. You, you shot him. You shot him good. So he this is swordsman one. Um, so he'll roll might to see how much he swords up. Thirteen. Uh, so I rolled an eight. So that's five above. So he's wounded. Nice. All right. So my turn. Your turn. What would you like to do, um, Johnny? Uh, well, I'm underneath the carriage. How close is Swordsman 2 standing to the carriage? We'll say he's about 10 feet away. 10 feet away? That's too far away. Because Johnny did, or Jeff did try to run away. Demetrius did try and get away a little bit. So yeah. this guy, he's following him a bit. I'm going to take my knife. Okay. I'm going to throw it at him. You can throw a knife. Um, I have throwing. I have knife. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So should I th- roll throwing or should I roll knife? Yeah, it would just be a throwing. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so your knife is now in the bushes past him. Okay. Now it's the archers? Yep. And okay. I'm, I'm starting to follow after my knife. Okay. So an archer is going to take a shot at you because he sees you and trying to run away. All right. Twenty-two to hit. So yeah, that hits. Yeah, that hits. Um, now let's go ahead and roll like off for damage. Real quick. Eight plus two, ten. Oh, I got nine. Nine. Okay, so you were you're stunned. You've been running away, so they're going to go ahead and take a shot at you. I'm really not trying to kill you guys. I promise. Ten, sixteen to hit. So that, that definitely gets you. Um, go ahead and um, pick up your the dice for your might. Oh, five. Uh, 
Seven altogether. Seven altogether. I rolled an eight, so that means you're stunned for one round. So that's minus one deep for this next, for one next action. All right. So that was two of them, and then they see him. They're going to take another shot at you, sir. 16 to hit, so that succeeds. All right, so what am I rolling to oppose? For oppose, you would roll your, your might. You roll your might to withstand damage. Oh. Well, he took damage. No, he did not. I rolled a one on my wild die for so it was he, only a two. He rolled a one on his wild die. Yeah. So he had a zero. You had a zero, I had a two, you're stunned. No. I rolled a five on my wild die. Oh. Oh, oh. oh okay. So I have a six. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, your green was your wild. I rolled a two and you rolled a six. 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 So you're no just damage. Yeah, no damage. Yeah. But if you take zero if you get so, hit and you take zero damage then you're, you're stunned. still you're still yeah. stunned. So it's minus one D four around. Yep. yep. And then I have one more to shoot at. So I'm gonna shoot at you. Again. This guy's broke from cover. Well, I don't have a projectile weapon, sorry. Ten. You have no weapon at this point. Yeah. Seventeen to hit, so yeah, that does hit you. Two D plus two, and then you roll your might again. Oh boy. Okay. I was hoping the swordsman was right next now to the I'm car. Now I'm kind of wishing I would put a little more might. Step in the sword. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I rolled a six, seven, eight, plus two, and so you got a six altogether, or and then it's at, uh, plus two and so might, so it's eight. So, so eight. eight. Take zero. So you take zero. So you're you're again stunned for your next okay. turn. Okay. That's not a big deal. So that was all four archers, and so now it is top of the round. Yep, so it's Mike's turn. Mike, you get to go next. All right. Um, okay, so I'm instead like, how far away am I from um, Swordsman number one here? You're about 15 feet, not too terribly far away. He's He's been running after you at a pretty good speed. All right. He um, got shot in the back. Uh, I'm going to attempt to attack him. Okay. So you're going to turn around and fire a pistol at him? Yeah. Okay. So. All right, so since I was stunned, I lose one. You lose one attack. die. Okay. Yeah. So I would need to roll pistol. Yes. All right. Correct. So I had forty plus one, so I'll do three D plus one. Correct. Okay. Oh. Oh, you rolled a six on your red one. Yes. Roll another die. All right. Six. Six. Five. Four. Okay. So you got and fourteen. Do you have yeah, pluses? And um, pistol have a plus one. So 15, 15. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So at this point, you go ahead and um, pick up the damage for your pistol, which is 3D plus 2. Okay. Um, and my swordsman will pick up his might. And then we roll off. All right. 12, 15, 16. I rolled a 7. Okay. Nice. So All right. you, you straight up wounded him. He was um, already... Wounded. He was already yeah. wounded, so he's not severely wounded. Now he's severely wounded, so he's down 2D from his next action. Well, that's from all actions. From all actions, yes. Good job, sir. With uh, assistance from my fellow yep. partner over here. Yep, yep, yep. So Mike's turn is done, so next it's... Swordsman. Swordsman? Okay, um, Swordsman number one does not like getting shot at. Um, I'm going to do two things with him. I'm going to roll agility. And remember, he's minus 2D. Right. So, so he's down to 1D. Okay. Uh, two, not the greatest, but he's going to struggle on towards you. Okay. Um, he kind of trips, but he gets 
just close enough to do like a desperate lunge. And now he's going to go ahead and uh, attempt to sword you. And he has 2D for that now. All right. And he rolled a seven. So because of the darkness, he he kind of misses. Okay, so, so he's got... like, mm. it like the flat of the blade hits your. I kind of feel the blade, but I'm not. Yeah, it I'm not affected you. by it. Okay. Okay, swordsman number two was going after everybody's favorite clockmaker. He was only stunned, so he's going to. Roll three dice to stabinate you. Do you have a particular area of the body where you would like to be stabbed? <laughs> In the box. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, we'll find out if that's an option. Yes, it is. I rolled a three. Uh, as he's stumbling along and he's trying to stab you, he actually trips and he falls onto the ground. All right. And that's Chef's turn. But that clears away his stun. I'm going to... Stab at him while he's on the ground. Okay. I'm going to make the, the target number for that a five. Because he's on the ground, he can't do anything. <laughs> Six. Congratulations. You Yay. managed to stab a prone man, even though you don't seem to be very good at it. Well, it's dark out. Nine damage. He rolled a ten, so he's only stunned at this point. Oh, he's stunned that he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. It's> like... <gasps> If you had been a clock, you would he would have definitely been stabbed, but okay. Uh, now it is Jeremy's turn. Shoot the archer, shoot the archer. I don't see the archers and I don't want them to see me. So Well they're on both sides of the carriage now, so then there would be an archer here, an archer here, an archer here, oh. and an archer here. I thought they were all from one side. No. No, 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 no. They're, they're corners. It started off on one side. Like, one's, one shot first, and then... Well, then. How close is the closest archer? Okay, it depends on what side of the cart you're on. Uh, well, I was opposite side from where the where the first one came. So the first one was from this side, from the left side. So I would have been over here. Over here. Okay. All right, closest, closest archer. I'm just going to... Okay. Um, Got a crossbow bolt. Okay. Thirteen. Oh, not quite good enough. Okay, so you're going. I'm spending. You're spending a hero point. Okay, so you so manage to hit him. Let me go ahead and roll my might. Well, six. Uh, no. <laughs> I got a fourteen. Fifteen. Well, I only got a six. Okay. So you were eleven points higher. Incapacitated. Which puts him at incapacitated. And which one were you? One, two, three, or four? I don't know whichever one was closest. So. Then we'll say one. Okay. So he's down minus three D if he remains conscious. And so My turn. your turn, Jeff. Oh, Johnny. I looked at you and said the wrong one. <laughs> and so on his turn, he makes a roll to see if he remains conscious. Mm-hmm. Or not. Okay. Which is minus three D. So yeah. So I'm going to just. Kind of just jump on top of the swordsman, wrestling style. Okay, so you want to do unarmed combat? Yep. So that would be brawling if you yep, have it. I do. Okay. It's not boosted, but I have it. Okay. Five. Well, you're right on top of yeah. him. I, that that counts for something. Um, so I guess he would roll to resist your damage. Yep. Um, and just go ahead and so. roll straight might for for damage there. And I'm sorry, which one was it? Swordsman 1? Yes, uh, 2. Swordsman 2, which is only stuck. Yes. Okay, so... Yeah, 7. 
Okay. You got a nothing. So you managed to wound him. And it is now the archer's turn. Not mistaken. You've injured one of the archers, so let's go ahead and resolve that. He has to do a moderate stamina roll, which I'm going to say is a might roll. But he's minus, minus yes. 3D. Minus 3D. Um, but since it's a free action, I'm going to say that he can roll at the standard amount of dice. Yeah, because it's just to stay awake. Right. Yeah. And he did not make it. He rolled a 7 out of what was needed was a 15. So he, like, you see him just drop from the tree. And so you're visible, you're visible, you're not visible, and you're visible. Well, he's, apparently he's, I am he's visible, visible to, one. to one archer. To the one that dropped. No, to the other one. There's two, two on that one? side. Oh, there's yeah. two on that side. Right? Okay. But you're undercover. Sort of. Sort of. He's, sort of, he's yeah. up against the carriage. Okay. So it's dark. He's blending into the carriage. Shadows and whatnot. So... So you're visible, but hard to we're see. We're going to have the opposite one from the f- one that you shot. We're going to have him take a shot at you. I'll need more dice. Um, you want the good news? Uh, the good news is you missed. Six, seven, eight, and 15 to hit you. Yeah, he missed. So you, you hear this, like, a little bit behind you. Not anywhere near your head or anything like that. It's a good foot behind you. Okay. Jeff. Yes. You, you're trying to wrestle your blade into a guy who's on the ground and not succeeding. Well, he was the he was tackling the one that I just I stabbed. Out. Yep. So yes, don't stab me, please. So I'm not going well, to. There's an archer is shooting at you. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's a minor detail. I forgot about that. <laughs> but it's okay. Jeff. Block me so I don't get hit by an archer. <laughs> Demetrius, if you don't block me, I'll touch all of your clocks and break them all. Why would you say such a mean thing? I have the uh, complication of gremlins. Where would you like to be hit with the arrow? Shoulder blade. Shoulder blade. No, I need my hands. Uh, my leg. Forearm. Forearm. <laughs> You've been hit with Forearm. an arm with, a, with an arrow. Let's go ahead and roll and see how much damage it does. 15 to hit. Uh, 10 to oppose. So you're wounded once. Wounded once. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was one archer. Um, we're going to have an, the opposite archer take a shot at Michael. Byron. Byron. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to shoot at uh, Byron. Uh, and miss. 10 plus 12 plus 1. That's a definitely a loud miss. Seven on my mic. Okay. Sixteen on my hit. So I'm sorry. What did you get again? A seven. A seven. Seven minus sixteen is nine. Nine. So that would put you at incapacitated. Yep. Okay. So we're supposed that's... to block the arrow. I was getting hit by one. That's three. We're gonna have the last one take a shot at you because you shot at his friend. Mr. Valentine, mm-hmm. you're not going to be this guy's Valentine. That's for sure. Well, I've got I've, I've got something uh, waiting for that friend too. You are so lucky. I only rolled a 14 to hit you, so that's one too little. Okay. So you hear a <laughs> just amateur. <laughs> oh, is that what you say? <laughs> 
Oh, no, you didn't delineate that. <laughs> okay, so we are now at top of the round. And that would mean, Mike, it is your turn to do some some good or some harm to somebody. Where is the swordsman now that uh, I've been... Well, remember, he kind of... Oh, yeah. He was, like, lunging at you and he didn't quite get there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, where is everybody in... Kind of comparison to where I'm at here. Um, well, you had run away, so you're a little bit further down right, the okay. road. I would say that you're you're about 20 feet off that direction. Okay. I'm going to try to go back into the all the action is taking place. You're going to run back towards the guy who he's been chasing him? There's still a guy in front of him, right? Yeah, there is. Oh, he's still, okay, that guy's still there. So you have Swordsman 1, so you've already wounded him. Yeah, okay, that's what I was trying to see, was I still have Swordsman 1 here. Okay, um, I'm going to try to finish the job here, Swordsman 1. Okay. Am I still minus 1 die, or? That's correct. Okay, I am still minus 1. Alright, so I have a 3D plus 1 then. Yes! 6 on the wild. Go ahead and roll another one. Alright. So 6, 11... 14, 17. Okay, so you definitely hit. Alright. Um, so go ahead and roll your damage. Damage you don't take away from. Okay. 14. So he only gets one die because he's already severely wounded. And he rolled near, nowhere near that with a three. So we're going to go ahead and say that he's incapacitated. Okay. Because we're just moving right down that spiral of doom. Yes. And so up next, Johnny, who do we have? Uh, be the, art, the, the swordsman. swordsman. Um, swordsman number one, he's going to go ahead and take his... Um, That's what Mike was just fighting. Right, he's going to take his mic check to make sure he can stay conscious. Uh, he fails that. So he drops, he drops down. He's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. You would have to mortally wound him to completely kill him, but he's definitely out of the fight. Swordsman 2. Now I'm struggling for consciousness on top of him. Yeah. So he's <laughs> he's going to shrug his way out. We're going to go ahead and give him an agility check. He's minus one. And he's minus one. Um, Why would it be agility? Wouldn't it be might? To get out from underneath him? Yeah, I guess it could be might, but it would be the same die amount anyway. Okay. So... He rolled a six, so he rolled a ten to get out from underneath you. Um, and now he's going to go ahead and try and stab his mortal enemy, the clockmaker, one more time. Six won't hit you. Well, you're no six won't hit you. Wait, 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 wait. You were standing right on top of him, trying to stab him to death. So yes, a six would hit you. Mm -hmm. Easy. Yeah. At this point, we'll go ahead and roll damage. Eight to hit you. I rolled a three. That's five, so you're wounded. Yeah. So I'm severely wounded now. You had been wounded pre previously, yes. Yeah. Okay. And so that ends Swordsman 2's turn. Yep. And so now nice. it is Jeff's, Jeff's turn. turn. <laughs> Jeff, do you want to return the favor? If I could... Except I'd be minus 2D, which means I can't roll. Can we say it bottoms out, you still can roll one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just go ahead okay. and roll your wild die. Because you still have an opportunity to try. And stab him with the sword. A three. Eight. 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 Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, it's a nine. 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 Okay. 
You succeed at um, hitting. hitting him. So now you both roll might, or, or you roll your your damage. Oh. Can, can you hear point? Uh, damage? Wait, 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 wait. I don't know if you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let me take a look at that. I can't remember if we did that last. We did. Or... At least that's what we played. So I remember Ryan James headshotted AJ McKinley. That might be the case. Bumped up the damage to kill him. We'll say you can add one, a six to that. Yeah. Well, do you need to first? Well, he rolled a three. Yeah, well, three. What was the roll? Yeah, I rolled an eight. Okay. So well, that would just stun him. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. not even worth it. Yeah, that's what I'm Find out what's gonna do first. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's taking too much damage to really be stunned, so he's just normal at this point. So now, who's next, Johnny? That'd be me. That'd be Archer, the one that I didn't. Okay. Fell out of the tree. Okay, go ahead and take a short. Ten. I'll give it to you. Nice. Okay, and then the damage. Ho! My goodness! That's good damage. That is excellent damage. 25. Yeah, you killed him. So that was Archer 2. He's dead. So now they're just the archers on the uh, left side of the of this stuff. Let's see if, if you stay awake, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up the episode there. I rolled a 10 to stay awake. You need a 15. So I'm unconscious. You're unconscious. All right, um, well, that's kind of a downer note, uh, but we will go ahead and come back to this combat next time. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Theater, and also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was supplied by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.